Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Redstone Weekly. Today I uh, cover some uh, ne- the newest beta and snapshot for Minecraft Java Edition and Bedrock Edition. I talk, I do a Let's Talk segment and talk about uh, well, this will be part one of talking about all the biomes of the overworld. I answer some Spotify questions and respond to any email questions if I have any. So, without further ado, let's get on to the new segment. Alright, to start, I would like to point out that two things. One, Minecraft has done a little bit of a redesign on their site. Instead of there being uh, the Minecraft logo on the top left, and there being three different menus, uh, four or something, yeah, four different menus with the little icons. Now all the menus are on the right, on the left, top left. Uh, the Get Minecraft button and everything is still on the t- right, uh, top right, and then the Minecraft lo- logo is in the middle. And they removed those little fancy uh, little uh, animations that you hovered over. Um, <clears throat> also, uh, Mob Squad, the sequel to the Mob Squad book by Delay Delilah S. Dawson. Um, is out. It's called Mob Squad Never Say Nether. So y'all can get that. Y'all can get that. You can check that out. I'll have a link to the description to an article that has a little preview in the book. Um, but let's go ahead and start with the Minecraft beta and preview 1.19.20. So in this beta, they added the mangrove swamp. Uh, they also added the mud block and mangrove tree, as well as the, its wood types in this beta. So, start with, um, they know, the wild update features no ro- longer require the experimental toggle, toggle to be enabled. I think that is just um, for beta. For, uh, so, when you're, in, when, you're, when you're using the beta, it automatically uh, you is, uh, has the new uh, wild update features. If you're still, if you ha- if you're not using the beta, you still have to do the toggle. I think um, they added new wild update splash screen text, and they added new wild update loading screen tips. Uh, mangrove, the mangrove swamp biome. They added the mangrove swamp biome, mangrove tree feature, uh, mangrove propagule base functionality. They added mangrove roots and muddy mangrove roots. Oh, that's interesting. That'll be cool. Uh, and they added the mangrove wood types. Why did they say types? Did they mean to say types? Does that mean there's multiple types? I don't know. Um, mud. They added mud-related block recipes. Okay. And implemented mod- mud walking slash sinking. The mud block, they added uh, the base mud blocks functionality, mud block sounds, and mud block renewability mud block brick blocks they added mud brick blocks mud brick sounds and mud brick slabs stair wall blocks um packed mud yeah they just added the packed mud block uh the allay can now be leashed if it is already holding an item the allay can now be named by name tag if it is already holding an item the allays now have initial sounds and they now move slower when the, when they're not attempting to follow its owner and will only start following will start only will only start following its owner from a further distance 
than before. Frogs no longer croak while they're eating mobs. Um, they added a couple gameplay uh, uh, fixes uh, and stop it. Uh, for example, they stopped the warden from getting angry at itself. Um, <coughs> the par- uh, parrots now imitate the warden. And uh, the warden now has updated sounds and custom death and hurt sounds. Um, Skulk Sensor. The Skulk Sensor can now detect a wider range of vibrations. They can detect players sneaking on top of them. They cannot detect players shooting an arrow while sneaking anymore. They can now detect players falling in lava, and they can now detect players sneaking in water. Uh, they can also detect a lot of other things, like candles being placed, lit, or unlit. Um, they can, uh, there's now a darkness effect strength slider that adjusts how dark the screen can get during the effect and settings. Um, there are some, a a couple graphical fixes, uh, text, uh, they fixed a texture bug in the warden's bio, bioluminescent texture. Um, they changed a bit of the mobile touch controls. Block highlights will no longer stay if the player lifts their block, breaking finger off the screen while using still using a second finger to move around with non-classical touch controls. Um, they fixed an issue where boats were not controllable with new touch controls. They fixed an issue where players were not able to descend while on the t- on top of scaffolding, and they removed inversion of movement when in front facing third-person camera. Uh, they fixed a bug causing the parrot's head to always face the player while riding the player. Um, some graphical changes. (coughs) For example, uh, fixed a bug where the trident, bow, spyglass, crossbow, and shield would not be visible while holding an A, a lay. I noticed that all of those are interactable. Unlike, like, you can hold down and do something with them, uh, unlike, like, swords. So, uh, same with being picked up, they, they wouldn't be run, they wouldn't be rendering when picked up by a fox either. They mirrored the spider's left legs, and they mirrored this wolf's left ear and left legs. Uh, they fixed a bug where the brewing stand's arm textures did not touch the base. Uh... Let's see. They fixed an issue with the mobile controls where the invert Y access setting was not working correctly with touch controls. The wandering trader no no longer opens doors or closes doors. Now randomly moves around. It matches Java Edition's drinking sounds. Uh, And it can now be named with a name tag. To disable it from spawning. Uh, villagers will no longer begin sleeping while riding something near a bed. Uh, the reload command will now discover new function and script files. The spread players command will now avoid more, more hazardous locations. And yeah, that's about it. You can get this beta or uh, or a preview. Um, at while well, using uh, 
either by getting the beta on Windows on Xbox Windows 10 slash 11 and uh, and uh, Android through Google Play. Um, uh, I'll leave a link to this in the description. So next, let's get on to Minecraft Snapshot 22W14A. Oh, that other one was 1.19.0.20, if I didn't already say that. Snapshot 22W14A. New features in 22W14A added clay renewability, added mangrove trees, added mangrove swamp biome, and added echo shard and recovery compass. Clay renewability. Placing mud above a block that has print that has pr- pointed dripstone underneath it will eventually turn the bl- mud block into clay. They added the new kind of uh, they added a, uh, the mangrove trees. They grow from mangrove populars and they have a chance of spawning a bee nest. Uh, the mangrove swamp. Uh, you can find bee here. You can find bees and warm frogs. So the orange kind, I think. Uh, you can have a nice boat ride under and around the larger-than-life r- roots with, uh, yeah, you, um, oh, it's coated with a thick layer of mud, so be sure to pack your best boots. They added the recovery compass, a new compass that can be crafted with echo shards, which can only be found in our unique to ancient city chests. Um, uh, oh. Unlike a normal compass, the recovery compass will point to the last place you died. If you are not in a dimension, in the dimension that you last died, or you haven't died yet in your world, it will randomly spin. It can be crafted with one compass, surrounded by eight echo shards, echo shards which, can be found, which can be found in ancient cities. Uh, the warden will now get angry at all living mobs it bumps into, not just players. Um, they did it a couple technical changes and other stuff, but yeah, that's about it. I think, did they add boats with chests in this one? Oh, I think they already had boats with chests in Minecraft. I don't know. Oh, I think they added it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's all the news we have for today. So, let's go ahead and go and look at the biome, the biomes today. Uh, the first half of the, um, biomes of the overworld. Alright, so, the first t- biomes we'll be talking about is snowy biomes. In these biomes, it always snows instead of raining, and no matter the height, uh, and all sources of water exposed to the sky quickly freeze, the foliage and grass have a dull aqua, aqua green color. Uh, there's snow- snowy plains, uh, which is basically normal plains, but tons of of snow and fewer spruce trees than normal biomes. Ice spikes, a rare variation of the snowy plains biome that features large spikes and glaciers of packed ice. Uh, they're usually about 10 to 20 blocks high, but sometimes long thin uh, uh, spikes can reach over 50 blocks high. Uh, it's covered in snow blocks instead of just snow. Uh, and only uh, Rabbits, polar bears, and strays can spawn there. There's the snowy taiga, uh, which is basically like a taiga biome with a lot of snow or like a, yeah. Um, Villages use the same architecture as taiga villages, but they wear the snowy biome outfits. 
so the village, they're the same shape and size the houses are, but uh, the villagers wear snowy bottom outfits. There's the snowy beach, which is like a regular beach, but, uh, and you can find plenty of sand, but it is, um, but it's under, the sand is covered in a layer of snow, and you can find some buried treasure there, uh, and only rabbits spawn there. Uh, oh, and the snowy taiga is where wolves and and foxes can spawn naturally. Uh, there's the grove, which is like a, uh, um, it's, a, it's, uh, it creates a forest of spruce trees beneath the mountain peaks while near, when near a forested biome. Um, it looks similar to, uh, the snowy, uh, plains, but it's covered with snow layers, snow blocks, dirt, and a lot of powder snow instead of grass blocks. Rabbits, wolves, and foxes can spawn in this biome. Snowy slopes. Uh, snowy slopes generate on beneath the mountain peaks and are covered multiple, uh, with multiple layers of snow blocks and powder snow, with some sides also having stone cliffs. Goats spawn in this biome along with rabbits. This is the only mountain biome where igloos can generate. Uh, jagged Peaks, one of the three biomes that generate in the peaks of mountains. They are taller and more jagged and point, uh, uh, it's found in the more jagged and pointy, uh, and taller peaks that often pass the clouds and can peak up at wide level 256. It's covered with a single layer of snow blocks with stone underneath it, often exposing ores such as coal, iron, and emerald. Uh, frozen Peaks. The frozen peaks are covered in snow blocks and packed ice with occasional small blobs of ice. Only goats can spawn in this biome. This biome usually generates and smoother and less jagged mountains compared to the jagged peaks biome. Uh, cold biomes. Windswept hills, a highland biome with some steep hilltops, uh, different kinds of terrain. Uh, it definitely looks good. It's like some outstanding views. Uh, this one is, is, this is one of the few biomes where llamas can spawn naturally. Snowfall also happens at certain heights, um, thus creating snow layers at the top of the hills. Um, there's many steep ledges, and it's one of the few biomes where emerald ore and infested stone can be found naturally. Trees cannot generate here in bedrock and education additions. Windslept gravelly hills are like windslept hills, but with but mostly covered with grass or with gravel with occasional patches of grass and stone. Due to the low amount of grass, the production population of spruce and oak trees in this biome for drought addition is sparse. Windswept forest. This is found where the windswept hills are located next to forested biomes. It doesn't generate stone patches, so the floor is entirely covered by grass, and there is more spruce and oak trees in this biome, forming small forests with a lower tree de density than the taiga biome. The taiga biome. Uh, it's a biome covered in, by a forest of spruce trees. Ferns, large form ferns, and berry bushes grow commonly and the, on the forest floor. Uh, wolves, uh, there's, uh, you, can always, you can often find packs of wolves uh, with small groups of foxes and rabbits as well. Villages may generate in this biome, uh, and they, the houses in this, in these villages are built of spruce wood. Pillager outposts may also generate in this biome. Old growth pi uh, taiga. 
It's like the uh, tiger biome, except that some of the trees are two by two thick and much taller than normal, uh, similar to large jungle trees. Uh, mossy cobblestone boulders appear frequently, Mo mushrooms are common, and potsol can be found on the forest floor. There's also patches of coarse, coarse dirt which do not grow grass, with some dead bushes. Wolves and foxes may also spawn here as they do in normal tiger biomes, and rabbits spawn here in Java Edition. Old gro growth spruce taiga. It, uh... So it's... Huh. Old growth... Oh, so that's old growth pine taiga, the one before. And old growth spruce taiga. Um, except the spruce taiga one has similarly tall spruce trees with more leaves on them, while the old growth pine taiga has very tall trees with barely any leaves at the top. Um, there's the stony shore, uh, which is like a beach, uh, but it's, uh, but it's made out of stone. Uh, it's, it's, uh, often, it often appears where mountains meet the ocean. Uh, depending on the height of nearby land, stony shores may generate as medium slopes or huge cliffs. Um, it tops tall enough to be covered by snow, even where, when near warmer biomes, and no passive mobs can spawn here. Buried treasure can uh, can generate here on bedrock edition, edition only, and strips of gravel can sometimes be found. Temperate biomes. These foliage and grass colors, or those, uh, the ones I was just talking about were cold biomes. Next is temperate biomes. The foliage and grass colors vary a lot in these biomes, with rivers and birch forests having a much more dull shade of green. Forests also have a more vibrant green uh, shade of green. Plains have a lighter shade of green. Jungles and mushroom fields have a very less shade of green. And swamps and dark forests have a unique have unique dark sh shades of green. So there's the plains biome, which is just uh, rolling hills uh, with few oak trees, um, lots of flowers, uh, horses spawn there, um, farm mobs are easily found there, lava lakes, cave openings, and waterfalls are easily identifiable, and villages are common. Pillager outposts may also generate here, be all generated here. Sunflower plains are a fairly uncommon variation of the plains. This biome is the only place where sunflowers can naturally generate, hence the name. They grow in abundance, making yellow dye a widely available resource there. The forest, which is, uh, which is a very common biome with lots of oak and birch trees and a fair amount of tall grass, uh, mushrooms, and flowers. So mostly oak trees and a little bit of birch trees. And like taiga biomes, uh, wolves are found. Flower forest. This it's like the forest, but it has fewer trees, and all it it is almost overflowing with nearly every type of flower and tall plant in the game. Several which only grow in this biome. Um, so if you want lots of dyes, go go to the flower forest. Uh, wolves do not spawn in the flower forest, although rabbits spawn there occasionally. Birch forest, which is like the um, which is like the uh, regular forest but is covered in birch trees and is and wolves do not spawn there old growth birch forest birch trees mo grow much taller in this 
than usual in this uncommon variant of the birch forest bile, where n normal birch trees grow up to seven blocks tall. These birch tr these trees grow uh, uh, up to eleven blocks in height, or uh, is the average. Um, it uh, it, it's so if you want a lot of birch tr uh, wood, go there. <sighs> Next is the dark forest, where you can find mostly you mostly find uh, uh, dark oak trees uh, and a most and a lot of and a mostly closed roof of leaves and occasional large mushrooms. Um, trees in this forest are so packed together that it's dark enough for hostile mobs to spawn even during the day. On rare occasions, a woodland mansion may spawn, making the dark forest the only biome where woodland mansions can be found. Um, the swamp. Uh, it's uh, a mix. A biome characterized by a mix of flat areas above sea level and shallow pools of green water with floating lily pads. Grace, uh, clay, sand, and dirt are commonly found at the bottom of these pools. Um, trees are covered in vines uh, and can be found growing out of the water. Mushrooms and sugar canes are abundant, and blue orchards grow grow exclusively here. Swamp huts with black, with a black cat and witch generate exclusively in swamps. Slimes also spawn naturally at night, most commonly on, at, on full moons. Some zombies may end up underwater, which t can turn them into, transform them into drowns, which can make this an especially d dangerous biome at night. Uh, Temperature varies within the, the biome, causing foliage and grass colors to vary. In bedrock condition, huge mushrooms also spawn in this biome. Visibility is also uh, lower when the player is underwater. The jungle! A very densely forested biome. It can feature ferns and large jungle trees that can reach up to 31 blocks tall with 2x2 two two thick trunks. If you want jungle trees, you're set for life if you find one of those 2x2 two uh, trees with like 31 blocks tall. That's crazy. That's like Hold on 132 blocks uh, Oak uh, logs and if you multiply that about four which by four which I don't want to do actually hold on I have a calculator up here. Let's see 132 uh, 132 times 4 equals, wow, 528 uh, jungle planks. So yeah, if you find one of those 31 block tall trees that are 2 by 2, you're good. Um, oak trees are also common though. It's full of lots of lush, lush green leaves covering much of the forest floor. Uh, these bush trees have single blocks of jungle wood for trunks surrounded by oak or jungle wood leaves. Vines are also found alongside most blocks and may cover the surface of caves. Ocelots, pyramids, melon, uh, pyramids, I think they mean jungle temples, uh, melons, coca, pandas, and parrots exclusively generate in this biome. Melons generate in small patches similar to pumpkins, but are common. Sparse jungle. Uh, in contrast to the wild and overgrown vet, Vegetation of the jungle biomes. This sparse jungle consists of few and isolated jungle, a uh, small, a few small and isolated jungle trees with patches of melons here and there. 
The terrain is in which this biome can generate are, is often flat with small rises and uh, oh, with small rises in elevation. All mobs that spawn uh, in the jungle, including parrots, ocelots, and pandas, better condition only, also spawn in the sparse jungle. The terrain in this biome is covered, uh, or bamboo jungle. The terrain in this biome is covered by grass with some patches of podzel. Um, unlike the normal jungle, but bushes still generate but do not cover the floor. Um, and jungle trees, large jungle trees, can only ge can generate only here along with large or balloon oak trees. The dense, the density. Uh oh, the density of trees in this biome is much less compared to the jungle to jungle edge, but massive amounts of bamboo shoots generate uh, covering this uh, biome. Uh, by the way, do not have a fast axe and mind that if you have a weak PC because that will kill your PC. It'll lag so much because all the different items, if those are grown high, jungle uh, pyramids can also spawn their jungle pyramids can also generate there, and uh, ocelots and parrots can spawn there, with pandas having a higher spawn rate than in the normal jungle. The beach, generated where oceans meet other biomes. Beaches uh, are primarily co uh, composed of sand. Beaches penetrate the landscape, removing the original blocks and placing in sand blocks. These are also useful for fishing. Passive mobs other than turtles do not spawn on beaches. Mushroom fields. This rare biome consists of mostly f flat island and has mycelium instead of grass as its surface. However, any grass placed appears in a bright green color, even brighter than in the jungle. Mushroom fields are always adjacent to uh, a deep ocean and are isolated from other biomes, and they are typically uh, a few hundred blocks wide. It is one of the few biomes where huge mushroom uh, huge mushrooms can generate naturally and where mushrooms can grow in full sunlight. No mobs other than mushroom can spawn naturally on this biome, including the usual nighttime hostile mobs. This applies to caves, mine shafts, and other dark structures, which means exploring underground is safe. However, mob spawners still spawn mobs. Wandering traders along with their uh, llamas can spawn. Raiders, raids can still spawn illagers, and players can still breed animals and spawn mobs using spawn eggs and in some in some oh not sleeping basically attracts phantoms i got two more left here and then i'll uh, be done for today uh the meadow the meadow is an elevated grassy biome found in plateaus near mountain ranges it is filled with patches of flowers and turquoise green grass uh and tall grass all small flowers generate except for blue orchards Tulips, lilies of the valley, or uh, and uh, wither roses. Um, hmm. Okay. Uh, what was I doing? Oh, um, rarely a lone oak tree or birch tree can generate here and always has a bee nest. Both pillager outposts and plains villages can generate in this biome. Um, oh, and sheep, donkeys, and rabbits are the only passive mobs that spawn in this biome. 
Stony Peaks. The Stony Peaks is a warmer variation of pig biomes that generates in warmer regions to avoid temperature clashes. It's mainly covered by stone with large strips of calcite and exposed ores. No passive mobs spawn here and there's no snow in this biome. So, to uh, next Let's Talk episode, so episode 27, I think, I'll talk about the warm biomes, the aquatic biomes, and the cave biomes. And then I'll talk, and then in the next, and then let's talk episode after that, I'll talk about the nether biomes, and then I'll talk about the end biomes in a later episode after that. So, that's it for today's Let's Talk segment. This one was definitely longer than the last one. And I am out of breath. So although it'll be just a second before you, we go on to the next segment for you, it might be a couple minutes for me because I am out of breath. All right, so I have two, I have two different episodes that I'd like to uh, show the answers for. Um, for episode 23, uh, first I wanted to show for my poll I asked, what is your favorite new feature in the beta slash preview slash snapshots cover today? I got 20 votes. So I got um, 20% of people said they liked frogs the best. 5% of people said they liked mangrove tree blocks the best. 5% of people said they liked mud blocks the best. 30% of people said they liked skull blocks and the warden the best. 30% of people said they liked ancient cities in the deep dark best. 5% 5% of people said they liked 3D directional audio the best. 5% of people said they liked new, the new Bedrock control, Touch Controls. So that would mean that each every 5% is one person, for reference. Um, so that poll should not expire. It should be going on indefinitely. So if you haven't already responded, if you have Spotify, go ahead and respond to it. It can be, uh, what, uh, tell me your thoughts. Um... Uh, I have a couple responses to my question, which was have a question or like something that's not in the, on the poll, put, uh, put it here. So Ashley says, what is the proper armor to defeat the warden with enchants and netherite? So I had to double check this because as far as I was concerned, you concerned you could not kill the warden. Apparently you can, but here's the deal. It's not as easy as just killing the warden. For one thing, good luck killing it in survival mode because it has 250 hearts, which is the most hearts at any mob. You think killing the ender dragon's hard? This isn't hard. You think that, or you, that isn't hard compared to this. You think killing the wither's hard? Nah, that's not hard. Killing the warden is like, you can't do it. So, it's attack strength. Just on easy mode is eight hearts of damage. On normal mode, it's 15 hearts of damage. On hard mode, it's 22 hearts of damage. So don't, I I suggest if you're trying to kill it, or if you're trying to uh, get the loot, just be as quiet as you can. And if you wake it up, um, hide yourself into a hole, like um, uh, make yourself into a, like dig into the wall a bit, seal yourself up, and wait until you stop hearing the warden. And then mine it out, one block at a time. One, break a block, listen. Break the other block, listen. And so you're out of the hole that you made um, because the warden will disappear after it's not angry anymore. So yeah, that's basically your best bet. 
If you want to kill the warden, which I highly doubt you should do, I, I do not recommend it. Uh, but let's say you try to do it. First of all, you need a full set of netherite armor, which it, the warden can still kill you in two hits. You need a netherite sword. You need to then enchant that sword with every enchantment possible. If you're using cheats, I suggest that you use a command to generate a, a sword that has like, or at least use commands to enchant it to like the highest level of sharpness. Use a bow and arrow at a distance and try, but like, you could try potions, potions will help, poison potions, but like good luck killing that thing. So you could try that, Ashley. Uh, I'm not saying it'll work, it probably won't work, you'll probably be killed. If you're doing this in survival world, please don't, just, you'll, you'll lose all your stuff. Um, and then Arrowhead40 says, you should sew vision podcasts. I think he means you should do video podcasts. And I've, as I've said, I'm not doing video podcasts right now. I might in the future, but at the moment I'm not doing it. So yeah, the best you've got right now is just listening um, and looking at my Flickr photos, which I haven't published in a while. I'm sorry, or put photos on there in a while. I'm sorry for that. Uh, try to remember if I can. Uh, so yeah, that's all the answers I have to episode 24 um, or 23. Episode 24, I uh, asked, uh, I said, have a question, have any suggestions, let me know here. Parker.diet says, do you have any Minecraft Java servers that you could invite me to? I love playing Minecraft and would love to see if you have a world. Uh, keep up the great work uh, you are doing on these episodes. So, I have a couple of Minecraft Java edition servers I, I would like to invite you to. One, Hypixel. Hypixel is amazing. There's so many different things. If you're a bit overwhelmed, I would suggest Cubecraft. They have both Java edition and Bedrock edition servers. I think their Bedrock is more developed. I don't really know. I'm pretty sure they have a Java edition server. Um, there's Applecraft, I think. Uh, I don't know if... No, never mind. Uh, there's, there's a lot of different servers, but honestly, I just suggest either... You could join my server if you want survival, creative, and parkour to come soon. Um... Yeah, Hypixel, Applecraft, um, Cubecraft, or that's there. I think there's a the Hive, I don't know. And my server, that's the servers I uh, would recommend you t to join. Uh, um, let's see, if you don't know the address, just look it up online, you'll find it. Uh, it's gonna be there. Uh, you search up Hypixel, you're gonna find it instantly. Um, but yeah, I think that's all the stuff that they have. Oh, oh, there's a poll. There's a poll. I put out a little poll for my, uh, for episode 24. I forgot to read that out. Uh, let me pull it up. Um, I said, what version of Minecraft do you play? I put, I said, uh, the options were Java, Bedrock, or both. So 50% of people, uh, said they play Bedrock Edition. 40% of people said they let play both versions and 10% of people said they play Java edition so if there's 10 votes that means that one person said they play Java edition five, uh, five people said they play bedrock edition and four people said they play both so yeah that gives you a little idea on how what my audience uh, uh, what uh, your fellow listeners or what people listening to my podcast uh, what version of Minecraft that they play um, so yeah, uh, I think that's, 
think that's everything. Yeah, so, yeah, that's all the questions that I have for today. If you did enjoy this podcast, be sure to tell me what you think at redstoneweeklypodcast at gmail.com or voicemail at anchor.fm slash redstoneweekly slash message. You can join, you can also contact me by reviewing on iTunes. Um, you can join my server, uh, Java Edition or Bedrock Edition, but not cross, cross platform, so you can't play Java Edition talk to, and play with somebody who's on Bedrock Edition. Uh, at redstoneweekly.ddns.net. The Java Edition port is 25565, and the Bedrock Edition port is 19132. Um, you can check out my Flickr photos at Flickr, or, uh, flickr.com, that's F-L-I-C-K-R.com, slash redstoneweekly. Um, you can see any links for stuff that I talked about in this episode in the description. And you can check out my other podcast, The Motorcast, at anchor.fm slash The Motorcast. I do this podcast with my brother, and it's all about engines. So if you have any friends who enjoy it, who like engines, or you know somebody who does, be sure to refer them to this to that podcast. That link will be in the description. Um, I think that's all for today. So next episode, I'll be hopping back. I'll be going back to diversity, I think, or survival. It depends on how I feel at that time. So yeah, that's all for today, and I'll see you next time. Bye.